Hello, and welcome to Whose Line Is It Anyway? <laughs> Thanks, Drew Carey. I know, I sound just like him. This is episode 55. 55. 55. 55. Oh, God, no, don't bring that yes. up. Yes. Was that on, like, E-Bombs World or something? Yes, God. E-Bombs World and, uh, like, the original YouTube where it wasn't edited or watched by the government or anything. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, here. Uh, welcome back to our podcast for another week. We uh, have been graced yet again by our lovely friend of the podcast, Trevor. Trevor, welcome back. Thanks for having me. So this is Trevor's third time. He's he's catching up to Austin. He's basically Austin's, a regular now. Yeah, yeah. basically um, regular. He surpassed Ryan. Sarah's here. He did surpass Ryan. He almost surpassed you. He's on the way. Yeah, right? getting there. Yeah. Um, so Sarah's here for a very special edition. Yeah, there, it's, there's been a lot that's happened this week. And there's a lot coming up. Um, yes. So we need to talk about all of it. But I do want to start with the impromptu trip to the Vale's third anniversary. Was that the reason you guys went down? Or you just like picked <clears throat> yeah. the Vale for shits? No, it was because it was their anniversary. Okay. So, it was like and a big deal. I definitely told you that. <laughs> I don't remember that. Well, when you say they're going down, maybe that's. I just assume that's why. No, we. I don't. So well, I haven't had Instagram in a while, and I don't. I don't. I wouldn't even really check the podcast Instagram. I'm the horrible contributor to this podcast. I mean, it's a uh, fair point, but so I knew it was going on. Sarah and I both had really shitty weeks up to that point, and we were basically at each other's throats. So. That was my whole, like, let's get out of town, let's just blow off some steam and do whatever we feel like. And I was like, oh, the Vale's third anniversary is going on, let's go check it out. And I really wanted this glass. Okay. Yeah. As, as simple sure. as that sounds, I, I just really like the design, yeah. cloud with lightning bolts. <clears throat> so, I, the one thing I will say is, I'm, I, I like a stemmed glass. Generally, well, they serve which, out of almost exclusively wine glasses. Yes, yeah, which I did get one. So, yeah, thanks, Michelle. Yeah. By the way, I just, well, I, I think that just comes from working at a, a winery. Like it just, it gets so, it gets warm so quickly when your hands constantly on it. You know, it's a very good point. The body heat transfers, especially depending, depending on what you're drinking. Yeah, like uh, this one, Alex. You want to? Describe what we're drinking right now. Yeah, so in addition <laughs> to going to the Vale, they went to the Answer, which I the the first experience I had with this with this brewery was over Christmas this year. That was in I wine. To right? a friend, no, no, no. Oh, I went no, to a okay. friend's house like randomly one night, and he cracked one of these, and I'd never heard of it. I don't. I don't even know how long he'd had it. He probably not that long. If he said that there's been some issues. Um, I don't, I'm not trying to put them on blast. No, no, no. They, they it's it's a known <clears throat> thing with their crowlers as okay. they explode. Just the style of beer has a it lot just, of activity left in it still in the can. So if you let it warm, it'll go through secondary fermentation. And people say they explode, which they can. They just expand and they pop. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how long he had even had it. I didn't ask many questions, but it was one of the best sours I've ever had. So I was very excited when they said they went there and got some beer to bring back. Because you guys didn't even tell me you got beer there. So No. No, um, so this is, uh, it's called Triple Three Scoops Passion Fruit Lemonade Mango. This is 9%. Yeah. And it ridiculous. tastes like fruit. It just tastes like fruit juice. I, there, it does not, it literally doesn't taste like alcohol. And I know we've said that before, but I don't think I've tried anything quite like this in my life. 
No, no, it, it tastes very much like a um, like an alcoholic uh, Sunny D. I would is what I would think. Like it's it's a little bit more it's a fair like comparison because Sunny D is like, like tart. It's like overly sugar, right? Like it's like this is not too sugary, but it's like just sugar forward. Yeah, you know, it's. I don't think it's like it's not overly tart. I don't think. No, but it's got a really good like sour bite to it. It's like eating. Or it's like drinking. It's kind of like lemonade. Yeah, it that's like, really what it, it tastes really like. like lemonade. Yeah, with like some kind of fruit puree in it. Anyway, yeah, this is just really good. And it's Trevor, like pink lemonade Gatorade almost. I wonder why you say that. It's raspberry. It's raspberry. <laughs> it's raspberry lemonade. Raspberry lemonade. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so you're very familiar with these guys because you were down there for how long were you down there again? I was down there. You mean recently? Richmond. Or? Like when you when lived, lived there? when you lived there. How um, long were you there? about? Almost three and a half years exactly. Wow, fascinating. To there. the day, <clears throat> almost. Yeah, I moved on <laughs> Halloween, and I moved up there. Did you like? Im- did you immediately start working at a brewery? And you were just there in the whole Richmond? Time? Yeah. No, I got a job at Triple Crossing probably like four or five months in. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, so you've had you've had plenty of beers from these guys because they're all like fairly close to each other. Yeah, Richmond's a fairly small city. I don't know exactly how it is from east to west, but you can get from like the very east end, which is where the Triple Crossing expansion location is, to the west end where the answer is. And you have a ninety-five. It's like twenty-minute stops. Yeah, That's, like we yeah. we didn't realize how close everything was until we were there, and Sarah and I are sitting there at the answer because like that was the first place that we went to going into town, and I pull up the map and it says the Vale is ten minutes away, and then we get to the Vale and I'm like, oh well, how far is it to Triple Crossing? Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's basically like a little like V, right? And you're at all three places in twenty minutes. So. We were pretty excited about that. That's very that is really cool because they they're they all make very good beer. Yeah, yeah, um, it's insane. Such what, a small area. What is there? Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Um, what is their other stuff like? Because they don't just make sours, right? No, they got a lot of attention for that probably about two years ago. Their hoppy stuff is definitely my favorite. They get a lot of attention for their stouts too. They do a lot of very heavily adjunct stouts, um, but their IPA has always been amazing. Um, they've gone through a couple different brewers. Um, that's they've all made really good IPA. Good for them. See, that's... Glad I didn't try one. Yeah, I'm kind of sad that we didn't have anything but the juice. Well, because it was the, Thursday. That's what happens when you do a day trip to Richmond, Virginia. But the thing is, like... You have to drive it six was, hours back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we weren't <laughs> drinking because we were driving back. So we just wanted to get stuff to take home. But at the same time, like, I had never heard anything about their IPAs or their stouts because... <clears throat> Everybody is just on the juice train right now. Yeah. I think on the trade groups or Instagram, everybody's looking for these and everybody's trading the juice or the stout growlers. Um, locally, if you go in there, everybody's just drinking IPA for the most part. I mean, I usually would end the night with a, a juice or two just because typically they're lower ABV. Yeah. A little tartar. Don't drink them as fast. Kind of right. slow down your night. But for the most part, just IPA. I would be very interested to try their stuff. Do they can? They don't can. <clears throat> they do now. They um, do can. They've started canning. Interesting. They've bought some different stuff to do different sizes, like different attachments. They do do some sixteen ounce cans. I actually brought one. 
um, of a stout. They've been canning some of their stouts. Oh, but they okay. also <laughs> have been doing eight ounce cans of stouts for oh. some higher, like imperial stouts with heavy adjunct. That's more expensive. Eight ounce, love love eight ounce, eight ounce cans. Can. I love eight incredible. ounce. Incredible. They're so yeah. cute. They're the so they've been playing around with those. Um, all right, so I want to get into the veil. I'm sorry, I don't want to like cut you off. Oh, no, you're fine. I, I, I want to. I want to move into the veil because that was the whole point of the trip. Was it's their third anniversary, and we were really like had no idea what to expect showing up. Right? Like, am I wrong in that? Like I, I, I don't know anything about any. I don't know anything about any of these. I mean, places, I follow them so. other than like right from Trevor. Yeah, but like we know, we know of them. I I know of them basically because they're on the like circuit with everybody else as far as like what's popular right now. And they're only three years old. This is their third anniversary. So the fact that they're doing as well as they are, and they have this whole thing down to a science. Like the place ran like a well-oiled machine the whole time that we were there. Like we showed up at about two p.m. Right. And there were 60 people in line or so. You waited in line for two hours? Yeah. Dude, you should have seen the first day. It was like, it was, I mean, the line was insane. It was probably like five plus blocks. Hour and a half. No, we got there at like 2, 2.30. It was 2.30. It was All an hour right. and a half. So that's. But yeah, that's what I was thinking because people, like we I'm, saw the video from Tuesday. It's insane. And people were there at like 9 a.m. or stayed overnight. Yeah, they do a thing every year on Black Friday called Dark Days where it's just all dark beer. It'll be like Schwartz beer, so like black lagers, stouts, porters, black IPA. And it's all their beer, so it's a festival just of their own dark beer. But people line up the day before on Thanksgiving at 5 o'clock for the festival to open the next day at – I don't know if they open at noon that day because it's like a – like a holiday. A holiday, or I don't know if they open at 4, but people like are like, hey, can we sleep in your parking lot overnight? We're coming at 5 p.m. the day before. Oh. It's crazy. That's it's like but, CVs. But when's the last time you waited right. in a line for beer? Um, and what's your opinion on doing that? I don't mind it. I have done it before, um, probably just at the Vale. I've done it at the Answer before they were canning. They had the, one of the first beers I had from them when I first moved down there was an, I think it was a double IPA. It might have just been a single. It was a hop forward pale ale. I don't remember to what extent what the ABV was, but it was a other half collaboration, and I really wanted to try it. And they were doing crawlers of it. So basically, you wait in line, you get up to the front, you put your order in, and then you can go sit at the bar. They take your name, they take your payment, because they know it's going to take so long because they're manually filling them to order. Mm-hmm. You sit down, you have some drinks, and they bring them to you. Um, I have also waited in line at the Vale for sure. Since I've been back here, no, but I also just I, I work all the other days that other people are open. Right. Um, yeah. So not really an opportunity to, and I think like off the top of my head, I would probably wait at Brew Gentleman, but I know they do more of a reservation system. So you sign up for your bottles, you pay for them, and then you go pick them up at your leisure. Yeah. So not not in a while, but I'm I'm not against not it. Not against it. Yeah. Being on the side of the brewery, I think it's line culture is kind of dying off, which scares everybody. I wish people would keep standing in line. So. I feel like it's, <laughs> I, I yeah. Feel more I would say I I don't really want to do it. I can't I can't remember the last time I stood in line. Maybe like 
underscored cherry lime or something like that. That was See, like I, however long ago. I'm the, I'm a big fan of limes. You Honestly, can make it a lot of fun. I just can't get out of work that early. And like, I mean, Saturdays. I mean, we did that. We did. It was a lot of fun when we went to the birthday party and we were there at like seven a.m. We were and everybody insane. was having fun. Insane. Yeah, but, like it was. But just we had a fun good time. and we like talked to everyone and it was you know, it's like a party, but. I felt weird telling people I did that because everyone was like, what? You waited in line for how long? I mean, I'd rather wait in line for that than wait in line for a flu shot or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> pretty, pretty similar, I'd say. So anyway, we got to the or like mail. Black Friday shopping, something yeah. like that. Yeah, you don't want to stand in line for a TV that's yeah. you know $300 off when you could just you know get one for $200 off online six months from now. But fair enough. Okay. So, yeah, we got there around 2, 2.30, right? We sat in line. There were 60 people ahead of us. We um, we got through the line by about 4.20. They opened at 4. So the the place runs like a well-oiled machine. Like, it, it's absolutely insane how many people they have working for such a small place. Like, I mean, the building itself is pretty large, but the tap room is not that big. And there's eight or nine people saying, hey, what can I get you for the to-go stuff? Yeah. And then there's probably five or six people pouring drafts. So That's a lot of people. Everything is... Stuff. Yeah, like everything is just smooth running. And so being able to get there, get the stuff that we wanted to go, and then sit down and be able to go and get like drafts was super easy, which is... Not really a typical experience for the breweries around here, I would say. Not, yeah, not to I say remember like, I one time last summer they Grist House had like three releases on the same day, and I swear to God, I was like, they were lining people up like at like in the actual or maybe maybe they weren't. No, because I remember I was like up the street, and I swear to God, I stood in line for like this motherfucker. Of course. He knows exactly what I'm talking. I mm -hmm. we're on, so look at look at your big ass forehead. <laughs> it's your forehead. I was I was waiting for him to say that. Um yeah, no. Uh, I just it took it took me like a fucking hour to get through the line. And like I wasn't even that far away from like the front of the gate. I was like, what the hell are people doing? And I'm like this is not run very well. I'm like, I have qualms with the way they run that place in general. Not even just can releases, but... Jake, say hi to Trevor. Trevor's here. Hey, Trevor. How you doing, man? Is he, is he here to fact check us? Yes. 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 He's the Forever podcast now. fact checker. <laughs> I think he just said that as like a joke. I'm just like gonna in say passing. Some... I don't think you were actually... Or you do actually have things that we were like we're wrong into on. it now. No, not horribly wrong. Just, I, I guess, stuff that maybe wouldn't have been common knowledge to the public i'd okay. like to know these things yeah we definitely want you to have this like uh <laughs> you gotta take notes segment. when you're listening so that so that we can we can go and if if you want to we're not we're not putting any pressure on you like you don't need to be a part really, of the podcast it's just it. you really don't have to do i usually it. listen in the bathtub while i'm soaking so it's probably not a problem i love that for you i love that journey for you no. i really do just sipping on a saison just oh, chilling in the bathtub. I um, I have I've had a bath bomb from Lush for like three months and I haven't used it. I really need to use it. It has been stinking up the under underneath our sink. It's they smell so strongly. They smell like Pez. So Pez I eat have them. a scent. Yeah, and it's strong. 
No, well, it's like a, it's like if Pez, like Pez was like strongly scented. Yeah. Okay, that's what it would. That's I don't. I have no idea where this literally is going. never go into their store. What? The Pez you store. Want to know, Lush. Oh, I know. I want to die. Oh yeah, and everyone is so. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's just the so one. The, the one at Ross Park is ridiculous. It's, it's so like tiny, twenty square feet. Yes, and the smell is just—it's really you bad. want to pass out. Over I love the big like blocks of soap that look like blocks of cheese. Yes. It's insane. It's them. it's crazy. Anyway, so Jake, we're talking about the veil. We're having some answer, fr- some the answer <laughs> beer, and it's um, very good. And uh, it's a shame you can't. Drink it. That's a lovely view of your windows <laughs> I do and love it. your tile countertop. Why do people ever tile put tile on countertops? Why? Do you know how disgusting that grout is? <laughs> Filthy. It's probably just this as disgusting as mess. This is why I do this on the podcast because Alex and I just talk mess. about random shit. <laughs> All right. So what else are we supposed to talk? I want to. So I do want to mention beer? the beers that we drank at the Vale. This okay. is what I'm curious about, and I've heard in passing what you had there, but I'm. I want to know more. Okay. So. Sarah, we had the I Don't Want to Be You. Yes. Which was her favorite of yes. the day. Zero IBU, what, double or triple? Double IPA. Double IPA. Yeah. Zero IBU, double IPA. Fantastic. Like, I don't I even understand it. how that happens. Chugged it. Number one, but. I can't even really tell you what it tasted like. Uh, fair enough. Just and then we had, uh, well. we had, I had so a what does that mean? Of, that's, what, that's what, a bitterness unit measure? Unit of measure for International bitterness? bittering unit. So. Zero IBU beers are a little partial misnomer. Basically, you calculate it about when hops are added, how much hops are added into the boil. Legally, you need to put hops into the boil or else it's considered a malt beverage um, and not beer. So to get around that, you can just put a single hop pellet in your boil, and that qualifies it as beer, but it won't register on an IBU. So there's, I don't know if it's technically is still a zero IBU beer, but it's it's basically a beer brewed with all hop additions in the whirlpool and cold side or during active fermentation. Love that. Yeah. So knowledge is power. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. But in that case, though, like the beer still tasted like an IPA, right? Like that was the that was the wildest part about it is it doesn't have that like overly sweet malty <clears throat> flavor to it it was actually still very well balanced we get a ton of hop character um especially more aroma um i'm not sure what they're hopping per barrel but i would imagine it's fairly impressive so when they do stuff like that it still falls in line with what you would think of with other breweries like we we do add hops to our boils and it gives it a little bit more of a hot backbone but you will get a little bit more of a residual bitterness but with beers like I don't want to be you it's a non-perceived bitterness almost completely mm. yeah but so, so we were we were very impressed with that one um, unfortunately they didn't have it in cans um, but they have canned it the cans are pretty funny have you seen the label for that yeah one? yeah I've seen that it, it almost looks like um, what's his name um Philip Seymour Hoffman, I think, is is who it's designed after. I'm almost positive that's who it is. But there's like it's like a it's almost like a who farted style art that makes it like I don't know. It stands out to me. But am I am I right in that or am I? Am no, I you are. It's that? a very um, not really sketchy, but it's very loose line drawing of a dad. I believe he's got like a mohawk and he's got like a punk vest on. And then his son's standing there, like, embarrassed in just, like, a regular jeans and T-shirt. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> the dad's like super punk and then the son's just like a regular kid. That's funny. Um, <laughs> what do we want to do next while you're continuing to talk about the veil? Do you want to do this one? Yeah. Yeah, let's crack it. Uh, so this is the the reason for the season, let's say. Um, Sleeping Forever is the anniversary beer that the veil brews, right? It's an imperial stout. It's 13%. They do a bunch of adjuncts. It's ridiculous. Um, it's an awesome beer, though. Like we didn't, we didn't have the pure Sleeping Forever, so I'm excited to try this one. But we did have the maple bourbon and the apple brandy, and the apple brandy one was so different, right? Sarah, I can knew you? It was uh, happen. I knew it was gonna happen. What did you do? Can you Exploded. grab one? Can you grab Ouch. one of the napkins, please? Yeah, I got you. <clears throat> Our, our mother Mortified. gave them. Horrified. Okay, so anyway, <sighs> Sleeping Forever is the anniversary beer. Um, they do what? Eternal Slumber is the other one oh, that's like so their sticky. beefed up version of it, I guess. I don't know what exactly it is, but it is a, an, an extremely heavy stout. Uh, even the foam is dark as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, Alex is pouring this right now. Yeah, just splash a little in there. Um, what? Just Here. steal it from his glass. Yeah. Um, there's really. I don't. I honestly don't know how to describe the apple brandy other than like it, it's got like a fruity like tartness to it, but it's not. So yeah, it's a little funky, but it's still pretty sweet. Um, it's not quite like reaching vanilla like you can get out of bourbon barrels. Right. Apple brandy stuff is pretty insane, and there's a decent amount of it going on in Richmond. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think that's what we saw a lot of was like the um, I, I forget the name of the place, but it starts with an L. Uh, a brewery. No, it was the like the where they get the apples from or the apple brandy. Oh. Um, Le, uh, I want to say it's like Le, I I can't remember. Uh, it's, it's just stick. Everything is sticky now. It's fine. Don't worry. I'll take care of it tomorrow. Um, but but yeah, the uh, yeah. This is twelve percent. So holy shit. First off. Oh man, it smells. How much does this just, run for a four pack? Twenty bucks. Four pack is actually what? very extremely fair. Yeah, it's what? extremely fair. Oh my god. Um, I will say their pricing is very reasonable because I got Except the for that um, sa- that's that ghost you got was like twenty six for four pack, which is very that's triple fruited. Pretty steep. I don't know. That's why. Just as yeah, as I will say that. like the um, is in the neighborhood. I don't know exactly what's in that beer. The one that I was most impressed with was uh, Dirty Bugatti. Is what they had in cans. It's a triple, so it's eleven percent IPA, and it was nineteen dollars a four pack, like. I should have gotten a case of it. <laughs> how much do you guys but sell your doubles for? It's usually like 18 to 20. Yeah. Yeah, some of the original ones, <clears throat> like I think we've just had on Infinite Highway, I think is an 18. Um, but then we also just had on Orbital Convoy, which is a 20. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, but Orbital is one of those ones that only comes around maybe like twice or three right, times a year. Right, and that one's... Like Galaxy Citroen Mosaic, so just a little more expensive to brew, so a little more expensive yeah. to buy. And and Galaxy this time of year apparently is very hard to come by. Man, this is this is sharp right now. Yeah. 
I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but I I don't know. It is a little chalky. I think it's a little not quite waxy, but a little chalky, a little dry, not super sweet. Yeah. But this beer is everything I remember it being. It's very big bodied, deep roast. Yeah, it's got a lot of that coffee like bite <laughs> to it. Your hair looks fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a thick beer. Yeah, me. I just got a haircut. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we know. Um, so I, I want to can can we can we move into a, a new segment of the podcast? Not not a segment in the traditional sense where I where we like roast people that we hate at breweries and stuff. Okay. Um, it's more of a, a more of a, a question, Trevor, kind of segment. Um, Trevor, Go are you on. familiar at all with um, like the purchasing of ingredients? Do you are you involved in that at all, or have you been in the past? Because I have, I have a few questions relating to that that I would love to get into. If so, Jake. Um, so I didn't turn up his headphones. So <laughs> oh, this is so the... weird. I hate this. No, turn it back off. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you can hear yourself uh, no, that whole no. time. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, it's. I'm well, sorry. It's you guys were like, "This is weird," and I'm like, "Oh, it's not that bad." This no, is horrible. He couldn't hear himself. <laughs> yeah, That's why. No. Jake, you, Jake, ask the question actually, again. I'm sorry. It, it sounds so much different. Like when it, when you don't you have headphones on, you sound so quiet. But in the mic, no, we're not. No, we're just going. We're just gonna roll. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Jake, ask ask it again. I'm sorry. Um, no, I, I just Trevor, how how much um, exposure have you had to um, uh, the like procurement side of things, where like purchasing uh, ingredients and that type of stuff? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you can't. We all have to do it. Yeah, you Come just on, need to deal with over it. Okay, it. I listen to myself. Every week. Can you imagine how annoying I I feel? Yeah. All okay. the time. You're fine. Whatever. Um <laughs> And you have the most soothing voice too. Yeah, you should be a yoga teacher. It's very quiet and calm. Seriously. Um so what Jake was saying, I personally ordering anything, zero. Watching it happen, a decent amount. Um there's a couple bigger hot providers here in the states and then obviously a lot of people were getting a lot of sexy hops from other areas until other larger macro breweries couldn't buy micro breweries so they started just buying up the hop contracts to stop micro breweries but now a lot of stuff's coming from australia specifically new zealand um we recently had a guy come in he was in the area checking it out and he had some hops he could sell us on the spot um and it was Galaxy or it was Nelson. I can't remember exactly what it was. But he said he has them. He can have them shipped to us. We just had to sign up the paperwork or whatever. Um, I actually had met him at Triple Crossing once too. Pretty cool dude. Weirdest dude, actually. This is so <laughs> wild. So this dude is from Russia. But he speaks English. But he learned to speak English in Australia. So he has an Australian accent. But he's not <laughs> Australian. It's like the weirdest thing. <laughs> But that's where he learned to speak it, so that's what his accent is when he's speaking English. It's so wild. That's so Um, crazy. But yeah, basically you have hop contracts. That's why a lot of places when they do start up like Triple Crossing, we weren't able to get very sexy hops when we had first started. Um, Falconer's Fly was pretty much the best thing we could get, which is why Falcon Smash was just like hammered into everybody in Richmond. Which which is pretty much around the clock on tap for them, right? Right. They, They do triple batches of that almost weekly or every other week so they've got a decent amount for distro and always in-house um but now it's getting easier to get hops there's new people making hops there's a lot more experimental hops people are willing to use and take a chance on 
So Sabro is one of the newer ones that everybody's kind of like. Isn't on. that hummus? Isn't that pizza? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's spelled S S A B R O. Sbarro. Sbarro. Just like that scene in the office when he's like, I love getting a slice here. It's my favorite place in New York. Jake, you know that scene. You know, everyone knows that scene. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, so, so I guess more specifically, I was, um, I wanted to target my questioning towards um, like fruits and those types of things because those are really hot in the streets recently. I mean, it, it just didn't seem like hot in the streets. It, it didn't seem but a lady like in the a sheets? couple of years ago. Even when, I, <laughs> even when I started drinking craft beer, like right when I turned 21, I didn't really see a lot of fruit beers. I mean, you had like, uh, like Lindemans, that type of stuff that, sure. you know, the like frambozy. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good point to bring that up. So there's, when you're fruiting beer, there's two schools of thought. A lot of times you'll have something that you've aged in oak or even aged in stainless over top, over top of whole fruit. Those beers are going to be a lot less um, frontal and aggressive. The fruit's going to be very subtle. All your mainstream sour beer, you're seeing your kettle sours. Uh, so Goza's, Berliners, even a lot of your IPAs that you see are free are using puree. And pretty much everybody just gets it from the same spot. Like, everybody. Oh, there's just, like, one place that does <clears throat> fu- uh, I'm sorry, fruit They come in, like, puree. silver bags, and you, like just like dump a shitload of the puree into so do you where do you add it you add it uh like right before you let it sit for a while in fermentation or is it or is it so it depends strategically added yeah it it depends how you want to do it um if you were doing an ipa with like nectarine and apricot you would probably add that right at the end um post fermentation probably even after your last dry hop because you want to get as much out as you can without dropping then the puree out. Um, with a lot of these sour beers we were talking earlier, they have been known to start going through in like a secondary fermentation because they're still active yeast and there is so much fruit being put in afterwards that it's juicier, it's thicker, it's a ton of flavor. If they start to warm up too much, they'll start to become active beers again and explode. So a lot of people are now putting a percentage of the fruit or most of the fruit in the beer as well as still going through fermentation. That way the yeast can eat away at the sugars that are in the puree. The other way to do it is like I was saying earlier, like I just had an Allagash beer that was amazing. It was a ale aged in bourbon barrels and then re like re aged in stainless over whole strawberries. It's a lot more subtle, a lot less sweet, probably a, a much rounder flavor, but I don't know. No one's going to pay $24 a four pack for it. That's true, yeah. Yeah, that's something that you would think would be a little bit less cost-effective. For sure. For, like, your margins. I mean, not necessarily, like, cheaper to make, but the margin... Profit! Yeah, the margin of profit is probably lower (laughs) on something like that than, like, a fruited sour. And it's not nearly as quick of a turnaround. It's... Yeah, I'm sure. It's harder to get consistent locally sourced quality fruits, I guess. I mean, if you're in Maine or Burlington, that's maybe a different story or Colorado or California. Like some of these breweries are set up like a lot of the good breweries that make mixed firm stuff like Casey. Um, Casey's always one to think about. That's one that, uh, that we had when you guys were all over a couple weeks ago. Chris brought one. Yeah. Yeah. That was excellent. Like just 
nothing stand out about it, I would say, but like just really just solid, a, just like refined, a great, like yeah. so purposeful. Like it was what it was supposed to be. Exactly. Um, this this next one that we're gonna crack. Um, was, I'm sorry, I don't mean to rush the, the sleeping for watching forever. Kirk, but that's fine. Yeah, I <laughs> I just really want to try this one because it's um, it was like the first time they. No, I'm sorry, that's not true. It's it's vast. Uh, they've done four of these. This is the fourth. Um, so it's uh. It's a wild fermentation beer from the Vale. Um, it is honestly like it just it just sounded wild reading the description to it. So I figured Alex would like it because it is wild fermentation. I it's love a, a wild firm. Love me a wild. Firm. It's a saison. Uh, I think it's a saison, right? Is that what they call it? Um, it might be. They it seems have adopted the phrase mixed fermi as. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So a couple places will have like Hill Farmstead has Farmstead ales. That's what they call them. They're not they're not farmhouse ales because they are not a farm brewery like in Belgium. Right. Suarez does country beers, and so I guess this is just a phrase they're using for this style of beer. They actually probably, trademarked it. They did. So it's probably <laughs> I, I don't know specifically what the base of this is. I don't know what mixture of yeast cultures they're using, but it's it's it said it was just a mixed fermented ale. Mixed I'm going to pull up the write up on it. Because, like, this week they did a ton of stuff. They had, what, 28 or, or 30 different I, releases? I think it was. Are you, are you a fan of this, like, minimal labeling stuff? <clears throat> Their packaging is beautiful. I love, I don't know anybody else that uses those bottles, first of all. And I love the skinny labels along the bottom to kind of play off the shape. I think, yeah, everything they Alex, do is Alex, do you have a corkscrew really cool. on you? No. <laughs> Isn't there one down here? We could saber it. <laughs> no, <laughs> God, we could I savor wish, it. Um, I wish we. It's I cold wish. enough. It is. It, I mean, it's been in the fridge for two days, so it's got a nice seam up the side. How many times have you successfully savored a beer? Oh, so a it, lot. That it, other one I had. The it's last technically time I it was too warm. It's technically classified as a lambic. Okay, so Vast Four is a barrel fermented mixed fermi TM. <laughs> Fruited heavily with pineapple, pink guava, and passion fruit. Sour warheads extremely tropical with a complex backbone provided by our house culture and oak aging. Oh, I didn't realize it was an actual cork. Yeah. Yeah, so they do the traditional cap and cork. Uh, Tired Hands does that. A lot of Belgian breweries and blenderies will do that as well. Um... Yeah, so I'm excited to, to try this one. I promise I won't crack this one. Alex, you've opened enough <clears throat> wine bottles to know that you can actually do this. I, I trust you completely. I... Okay. I'm just <laughs> always so afraid of <laughs> shattering the glass. So, there have only been 162 check-ins on Untapped of this beer. So, this is extremely... I'm actually really good at opening wine bottles, but this one, since I'm drinking it, I don't... <laughs> like, also, when I was, like, working and doing it, I didn't really care if it, like, cracked. Because <laughs> I could just grab another one, and we would Right, just, like, like this one is... The extra bottle. This is, like, actually important to me, so I'm trying not to get glass in it. That was really... <laughs> that was... 
<laughs> Just redub the one I did over that one. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so... You enjoy the sound of me pouring it? I do, I do. Um, I am not a big fan of Lambics, just because they're usually too much fruit and not enough alcoholic beverage for me. Um, so I'm very excited to try this one, because not only is it a very rare find, but I've also gotten a lot into the mixed fermentation style lately. Just because it's something different from like your standard IPAs and pale ales and, and that kind of thing. Are so. you still are you still on the uh, the whole lager kick thing? Are you still enjoying lagers and stuff right now? Yes, I actually meant to bring one tonight and I did not. Oh my god, this smells This smells like a wine. Oh wow. That's a very interesting smell. I don't think I've ever smelled a beer that smells like that. Sarah, what do you think? Well, there's a little bit left. No, you can talk. There's a microphone right here. You can. Yeah, have you said you. anything this entire episode? Yes, I have. Just, just a little bit. Just a little. She bit. said my hair just, looks good. I did. It's true. <laughs> oh, it smells a lot like guava. A lot of guava. A lot of passion. There's a lot of guava. Yeah, there. I get pineapple, but I get more like cocktail juice pineapple. Oh yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, it's it's still very tart. I was not prepared for how sour this yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, I imagine it's very sour. Yeah, usually Lambics are a little Holy bit more... Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like this is tearing a hole in my esophagus <laughs> right now. I mean, it's... <laughs> Don't give me that! <laughs> Trevor goes, You're in meh. my home! Meh. It's okay. <laughs> uh, no, this is this is very sour. I, I didn't expect that for a Lambic yeah, wow. at all. That is... Wow. I think it's tart. Do you think that's a misnomer? Or I don't is say that a sour. style? That's... I think it's tart. I think it's a lot up front, like Warheads, like they were saying. Yeah. I think it's a very yeah, clean finish. It's not enamel true. ripping. Yeah. No, no, it's it's not like... It just has a lot of that acid reflux feel going down. <laughs> that might just be my age, though. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it, there's like a lingering in the back of the throat. Right, yeah, it's got like a very, like... It tastes it's like ex- sweet tarts on, like, crack. Yeah, yeah, that's warheads, <clears throat> I think, is exactly the right term for that. What? Sweet tarts on crack equals yes, warheads. Equals warheads. Yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I haven't had a warhead in a minute. I The thought of them makes me salivate. Right, yeah. exactly. It, like, it, it, like, it, it brings back awful memories. Yeah. Uh, the, the black, the what is it, black oh, cherry? Black cherry. Or bl- wow. Yeah. Ugh. That was oh. the best one. They were the best. That and the blue raspberry. Apparently, I I think I saw this on like Unwrapped. You know that show that was on the Food Network like a really long time ago. No, they would like take you take you behind the scenes and like show you how they made like popular like foods or whatever. I swear to God, they said that is the most uh, citric acid you're allowed to have in a candy, like legally. Wow, is in Warheads. Well, and citric acid is just like acid from black mold. Is it? It's not from citrus. Interesting. <laughs> This one's not. Says, just a wealth of knowledge. Says, you says the conspiracy. Here like, can you just sit here <laughs> it's and not a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, Zach and Kevin, when you listen to this, just know that that was not a conspiracy. <laughs> oh my god! Not. Look it up right now. <laughs> no, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe you. Yeah, Sarah, but, you've been on your phone this whole time. Why the hell did you not look that up before? Saturday? This is. Ugh. Honestly, I don't know. What can we? <laughs> this is phenomenal. This is, really and good. I wish I'd have gotten more bottles of it. Now I'm like beer. this um, is I think wild. If you had, I think it would be something you would want to drink right away, though. Not yeah. seller this one. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't. This I think would only 
fall off. I don't it know would how just much. be it would just be sugary at the end. Like after a couple of years, it would just be like malt. Oh, like burns. Which is <laughs> you? I guess don't like beer. <laughs> Did you see? He might stab you. He <laughs> might stab you. You're in you my need to home. Look, you need to watch you your back, bro. Disrespect me like this. I'm just kidding. Is it? No. Yeah, where did you get that fact? I was reading an article about We're it. We're getting a chem, too. Shouldn't you know this? Mr. Chemist? What? Yeah. Are you on Wikipedia? Yeah. It's Wikipedia. Yes, Everything is. on the internet is true. Wikipedia is gospel. Well, that's where I got Bible. mine, too. That's where I read my thing. Interesting. I mean, you might be able to get it from that. Wait, so you're saying that the internet because wasn't naturally, right? Naturally, in citrus fruits. Jake, that's for our conspiracy theory podcast on shit Friday Thursday nights. <laughs> Friday. Fridays. Our our um, our political podcast is Thursday. That's Thursday. Yeah, that's Thursday. Our ASMR okay, podcast so is Saturday. It can come from what you're saying, but black mold is able to efficiently and cheaply convert sugars into citric acid. So that is how it's no. used in the food industry. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. weird and weird. Yeah, very yeah. weird. Yeah, because everybody says no, black mold I, is like I like, like the I black like death. this. It just you do do you not you don't get that burn. I've had a lot more offensive beers, and I think this is very middle of the road as far as tartness goes. So I, I'm just not as educated. Don't disrespect me like that again. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, I will say I'm saying, I think I it's very tart. Come back, please come back as much as you want. I'm just joking. It's very tart, but at the same time, this is a phenomenal this is very beer. Good, yeah. Like I'm, it's not I'm, single noted, which is nice. It's not just a tart beer, right? Yeah, yeah it's it's got a lot yeah. going on. <clears throat> it's not like a West Coast IPA where they said, "Hey, how many hops can we cram in here to make this IBUs 250?" Right. It ended up being tart, but also it does have what do we say? Passion fruit. Yeah, passion, passion fruit, fruit guava, fruit. like pineapple the, the pineapple. The pineapple kind of it out a little bit. Pineapple guava. I really was afraid to drink this when we were there, though, because. Pineapple was the first thing that they listed, mm-hmm. and I hate pineapple. Did they not have like a smaller option to drink? No, this is the only one that oh, they had to just, go. Oh, just they the, had they had drafts. Oh, they had yeah. they did have it on draft. They did six or twelves. So yeah, so I could have got a six ounce pour of it, but I didn't want to do that because we were only there for a little bit of time, and I didn't want to get drunk and then drive home, so... Right. This is more of a sip or two, for sure. This wasn't something you were just throwing back. Right. Um, yeah, like, the, the stouts were... Once you got the taste of it, you could just put it down, you know? Like, I just wanted to taste as much as possible, and this one would have wrecked my palate for the so rest of it. That was my main question for you guys. Um, obviously, they had a lot of releases this week, a lot of them stout variants off of some of their base stouts that are pretty popular. I imagine it was at least mid seventies down there. Yeah, it was eighty two. Right, so it was even warmer than I was anticipating it. How? I'm sure people were still drinking twelve ounces of stout all day. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, no, you like it was in, it was insane to me to see people carrying around three two to three glasses of beer at once. Three glasses, all, all stouts, not not like oh, I got a I got a. <laughs> IPA and the stout, like there were people carrying three yeah. stouts around. Yeah, that was Sarah. No, 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 no. She we <laughs> she raised her hand. What I am I supposed to think? Comment. She had a comment. Go I ahead and say comment. it. You, really... you act like you can't just interrupt. <laughs> right. Like, I've literally bad. been doing that the whole time. No, I feel bad. Um, I'm really glad to see this is bitching about people in breweries that the lovely tradition of 
leaving your empty glassware anywhere the fuck you want to oh, mm. carries on ah, it's so out bad. of state. It's so yeah, bad. even though there's a there's a, a fucking a huge sign ass sign that says please return your glassware here and there's like a little arrow. No, it's a little no. little hand pointing. People like just it's like, like just put their shit. I'm anywhere. like. Well, then they, the worst is they get up and they get back like in line to order a beer at the bar where you can bring <laughs> you your glass for glass. Right. Oh, Here is my oh. empty one. I'm Especially another place. It, it doesn't, like, okay, it, it, your place is so, Dancing Gnome is so tiny that there's no excuse for you to just drop it because before you, walk, you go. You like, the veil is not everywhere at once. You're always, the veil's not that much bigger inside. Like the outside is definitely. Dropping their little beers off at the one like bar because they have like. Did they give you plastic for outside or was it all glass? No, it's all glass. It, it was all glass when we were I there. I think on some they of the days they did plastic. plastic do, you, do you have an... Are you opposed to plastic? Glass, plastic? Does it matter to you? I would never want to drink out of plastic. I would probably prefer not to serve out of plastic, but I think some days it's just like... All right, are we eating a couple hundred dollars in stolen and broken glasses and running out of glassware because no one's you know and running around picking up after people? Or are we just going to bite the bullet? The beer's good. Started in plastic. Yeah. I would prefer not to deal with plastic, but sometimes it's a little hard to avoid. Yeah. I'd rather drink out of a 16 ounce plastic cup than a four ounce taster at a festival 100% of the time. Hmm. I hate those. I just want to, I want to piggyback off of that and say that I don't, I think a lot of the people who go to these breweries are probably not drinking the, the beer to really like get all of the nuances and flavor of things. So they don't really care about having it in glass versus plastic. It's, We've seen that. We used to work at a, at a winery, and people would complain about that nonstop when, when they're drinking some of the sweetest wine that we have. Yeah. I'm like, there's not really much nuance to this, you know? Like, you're not you're not getting aromas of, like, dark chocolate and, and cherry I, and vanilla and all that, that kind of, of stuff from, like, a peach wine. I think that was a lot of, like, necessity, too, because we saw so many people. So, like, I, I understand having to do that. Uh, clearly people want you to have the best experience and glass is clearly going to give you a better experience with a beer than plastic. But if you're trying to cater to the masses, like, I mean, like Grist House does, you know, like they can't possibly right. police that entire area all the time. Well, I think probably a third of the Vales customers still go in and bitch about drinking out of wine glasses because they think it's like girly. They don't want to drink their... Uh, Literally nothing uh, makes me happier than their giant oh, chalice of beer, yeah. but but a, a giant chalice after a day of pillaging. Come on, <laughs> yes. but but it's also a giant chalice that holds an entire sixteen ounce beer, and like is you can just good take a can, beer, but right. you can take a can and just be like, what and did it, we say they're eighteen to twenty? They're ounce eighteen glasses, and a half. So there's a yeah. little bit of extra room. Yep. Yeah, so you don't even need to worry. I mean, you should pour it slowly. But. You don't have to. I was just curious, because, I, I mean, you guys don't use, there's no point in you guys using plastic, because the place is so small. Dirty but. Bugatti was 11%. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Tasted cool. like a seven. Um, do you have anything you're, do you want to plug? Wow. Put them on the spot. Why don't you? Right. Did you, are you doing any can designs coming up? Not till October. I did one recently, but. Okay. Which one did you do? Gracie Lou. Oh. oh, the puppy. I didn't even see that can. I didn't. It was sold out by the time I got there. I was happy with it. Um, Chris helped me with some of the design to make it feel a little more on brand, just so it didn't look like we just had a bunch of people doing artwork, so it looked <laughs> a little more cohesive. Um, that's that's good though. <clears throat> but I'm gonna do the bird for October. Oh, cool! Very exciting. Great, lovely. Um, have you? Did you have any good beer this week? Did anyone bring anything good? Yeah, we actually had a decent amount of beer. Um, I was, the beer I've talked about a couple times today from Allagash with 
I guess a dark sour aged in oak bourbon barrels and then re-aged over strawberries and stainless was phenomenal. Did someone bring you that? <clears throat> no, I had to sit around. Um, sometimes on the weekends while we're setting up or afterwards, I'll bring a couple of beers to call them Cellar Saturdays just to try <laughs> some different things. Um, I love it. Well, now that I know that's a thing, I will be <laughs> definitely joining in with that. You should. <laughs> Just, just bringing stuff to drink, not trying to seal the beer that you're drinking. Either way, I usually like just grab like four bottles of stuff, and sometimes we don't even get through it all. So, well, and one of the funniest things was like we showed up on Easter, and you already had beers on the bar for us, like before we got to our seats. He won't, he won't stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. But it was CBS, and I, mean, I think he might be CBS. Like, I think he might be in love with you. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. It was 2017 CBS. We had we had a bottle of that for Christmas last year. It was good. Year. It was actually yeah. good. I drank it with side by side with um, Black Cloud's breakfast, so that was fresh, which I think obviously was better. But CBS was good that year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's not the whale that it used to be, but it's still an enjoyable beer. I think it's fun to go and revisit some of those larger craft breweries like Hunapu and Abraxas are always very solid. Abraxas is maybe one of the best adjunct stouts ever. Uh, no, who who perennial. does that one? Abraxas is perennial. Perennial stouts are probably some of the best stouts in the country still. Yeah, I. So I've only had I think one. Abraxas and it was is just good. Like a, Barrel aged Abraxas is amazing. Um, Sump is their coffee stout. They do it with a local roaster. Seventeen is like a chocolate mint stout. That's a little like fresh, like cool minty, but after a little bit of age and at a warmer temperature, it's phenomenal. I did. It. I did just have uh, Grisshouse just put out a mint porter. Oh. Which was, like, <clears throat> not bad. I like the concept. I wasn't, I wasn't opposed to it. Because I don't really, I mean, I don't like mint. I'm a mint fan. In general. I mean, unless it's, like, pe- just, like, peppermint. Like, peppermint gum. I don't like it with other things. But Like, creme de menthe brownies is, like, the best thing. I have never had those. My new favorite thing is to watch Jake on the iPad. Jake, what did you drink this week? Yeah, did you have anything? Mm, let's see. Uh, no, I had um, some... There's there's a brewery in Portland called um, Cliptic. Were you in Portland? No, I wasn't in Portland. If I was go- Trevor, if I was going to Portland, I would ask you where to go in Portland. Yeah, and then sure. ignore Just your like recommendation. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I didn't ignore the... I fucking went. You guys are liars. You're lying. Holy mountain. You're, you're, get caught out, bitch. <laughs> you're putting words in my mouth. All right, so you had a beer. I went to free... A- I had a beer from Fremont, okay? I didn't, like, go to a lot of breweries. I would have... I would have if I had the opportunity, but I... I went out of my way to order. No, Fremont Fremont's a good choice. That's a that's a hard one to pass up. I, Holy Mountain's maybe one of my favorite. Like, I have had like three beers from them that have just like changed my world. So I think very highly of Holy Mountain. Fremont makes amazing beer though too. Yeah, yeah really I've, heard, I've heard nothing but with, good about Fremont. We had it with barbecue and it was it was delicious and refreshing. Um, this week, not not really much. I had the. I still had some of a six pack remaining from a ecliptic called phaser, which is just a hazy IPA. That was pretty solid. Um, can't think of the hops that are in that one, but that's, that's definitely something that I'll go back to as, as just like a standard beer to have in the fridge hanging out. Um, no, not really. I didn't really get around to doing a whole lot. I was kind of working this week, last week being in Vegas. You don't really, 
find much craft in Vegas. I had something that I can't really remember. It was kind of a very nondescript IPA from mm-hmm. one of the craft places in Vegas, but that's not really a place that you're looking to buy very expensive beer because everything is already expensive. Um, Vegas is just a wild time. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I guess next time I go there, which I'm not sure if I'll, I'll be back that frequently. Cause it's not, it's not really my scene. I don't like gambling that much. <laughs> More of a kind of sit there, drink some beers kind of person, but we, we gambled a pretty <clears throat> decent bit. Um, the cool thing about Vegas, I guess I never really talked about it on the, on the podcast at all, but um, I will just say this. What I think the coolest, the coolest thing about it is if, if you do like sports gambling and you're sitting in one of the sports books and a lot of people have bet on one team, everybody like sort of starts cheering for that team together. And like everyone is like sort of on the edge of their seat, like yelling at the refs and stuff, which is pretty enjoyable to see like 85 year old men with like eight sheets of paper for their bets, just like <laughs> sitting there, like about to fucking fall over because because they bet the Rockets minus three and a half and, and the Rockets are up by <clears throat> three with like 13 seconds left. Uh, so that's a good time. It's uh, it's a very like communal kind of place. Um, had a lot of not good things to say about Vegas, but we stayed in a pretty cool spot. And it's uh, it's you have to go there at least once, but it's not a place that you really need to frequent. And in terms of craft, craft options, doesn't seem like they really have that many of them. Like you're not going to go to one of the big casinos there and find anything other than like Budweiser products mostly. Yeah, I'm sure people just want to slam slam some crispy boys, crack a cold one up with some, the boys. Right. Some crispy some boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in Saturdays or, this weekend. I'm sorry, Vegas days are for the boys. I'll be in Frisco this weekend, so that'll be <laughs> that'll be fun. I'll find some some good stuff i'm sure um, go to black hammer still, again. still trying to um, <laughs> Frisco, Colorado. make it still trying to make it <laughs> back to thank you friskies. no the, the cat treats friskies where are you going oh, yeah the friskies San Francisco, you guys, Frisco Colorado no yeah, one says yeah. that jake is it, it Frisco? Is, yes they do it is fucking san francisco they get pissed if you they call, call it, it frisco else. No. Just yes, say they San Fran. They have on street signs. And is Frisco a place in Colorado? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I lived in I California, and people fucking hated when you called it anything other than San Francisco. Like, they got angry. That's just not true. That's, That's how you know you're a I've heard, local. I've heard, <laughs> two goddamn years. I've heard lifers, lifers call it Frisco, so. They're wrong. Um, Life. So here's where you're going with there. Cellar Maker is a must. I've been there. Okay. Yeah. I went there last time. If you have access to a car about an hour ish outside if you can get to moxa m-o-k-s-a they make phenomenal beer especially stouts north is that north or south north north okay yeah because i really want to make it back to russian river because that you know it's a little bit southeast of russian where in uh santa rosa okay yeah so that's um and that's pretty close to lagunitas too not right it's like that's i mean you'd be making a day at this point but yeah yeah for sure um yeah, I mean Russian River. That was just a great experience. You got to go on a Sunday though. They do uh, four dollar, four dollar, four dollar pints of Pliny. Pliny. Pliny the Elder. You've had enough Pliny for your. No, I said I haven't had it in a while. I had a glass of it at Monk's Cafe when I was in Philly on my way to New York, and that's probably the first glass I've had in years. Yeah, 
it was wild. We got there and it was like $4 pints of everything except for like three beers. And we were like, what? <laughs> Give me one of everything. Yeah. Thank you. We drank That's a lot. Insane. We drank um, So we did hit triple crossing on the way out of Richmond. Right, right. Yes. Um, Your former employer. Yeah. Um, we don't necessarily need to ask you about the exodus from them, but the the spot itself was very compact. The original location is extremely small. I think it's yeah. maybe a little over 3,000 square feet, if that. That includes brew house, storage, and the, and the basement. And the basement outside, area. like, area. Patio and bar area. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I didn't think that was going to be triple crossing. And I think, Sarah, you had the same kind of... Well, the new one's huge. The new one's like 33,000 square feet. What? It's an old HVAC repair and refurb center. It's monstrous. So they have like a bunch of giant tanks and... Yeah, a couple 60 barrel fermenters. Wow. Yeah, um, it's crazy. We had so many rooms there when we first started moving over to that property. We just didn't know what to do with them. We had a ping pong room. We had a, like a photo room just for photos. Like <laughs> Sounds everybody like had their house location, right? Probably everybody had their own office. We made a yeah. Alex, gym grab with, whatever. Like, Mix matched gym equipment from like Craigslist and Amazon. It's like a gym, dude. Like, but walking into the place, like I had no idea what to expect. And we pulled up, and it's triple crossing on the outside, like on the one wall. And we parked, and there's people like leaning over the balcony, and I'm like, oh, what, like. Where, where do we go in? <clears throat> like, didn't even, like, figure that out until we walked around the front, and I was like, oh, like, just... I love this meet the parents reference on this answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring that, bring one, that one. I have nipples, um, Greg. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, of all the movies that you could reference uh, dude, on here, the answers and names are hilarious and probably, like, miserable for the bartenders, and I, I know they're miserable for the Like, one of their first beers they ever brewed and, like, I my favorite God, beer from them. Me is mouth hug can, uh, which is <laughs> like just a great name an amazing beer and then they've got like nocturnal emissions <laughs> when i was down there i had a stout that was called dixie normus <laughs> like, oh my god their names are just insane i said i want to do a hazelnut stout i wanted to call it hazelnut all over me and they're like yeah we can do that i was like no one's ever said yes to that before i like i don't feel like this is a good idea anymore <laughs> like oh, i feel dirty <laughs> like I love that though. That's that's wild. Yeah, that's hilarious. I hope that that beer does not get end up getting named hazelnut all over me. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that so much. I would just I would just keep the key. So do you want? Yeah, I figured. So I have nipples. Greg that's is a time. stout. What's I the, think it's uh, a milk stout. It's a milk Maybe. stout. Yes, I think it it's better be. So this is this is their first canning batch. They did imperial a- milk stout, nine and a half percent with uh, Papua New Guinea vanilla. They um they also did a run of eight ounce cans of this and they put coconut in it and it was called I have coconut nipples, Greg. Or something, <laughs> like that. I I I'm just falling in love with this man. place. Like I want to live there. Dude, it sounds so cool. The answer is like all of their beers were really funny. Like I I feel like like Game of Thrones, they all gonna die, is mm-hmm. like uh, that was just great. But they all but, are right. Like, right. Yeah, they're all gonna is die. Just gonna end with everyone dying, right? But the um what was the other one? There was uh. This uh, it was like this beer includes everything or what what's that what's the name of it? Oh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I was down there like two weeks it before was, you. It was, was a stout. Different. It was a, it was a stout, <clears throat> and it was like everything including peanut butter cup 
or like oh, yeah, yeah sure. like, I forget what the name of it is. They have some. They have a couple like that where they do a base style and they just add. Yeah, like, like the brew, adjuncts brew just a bunch add to it, and then just like single keg varying it. But they had yeah, they had peanut butter cup and uh, Oreos or something, and Oreos. Oh, was kicked. at the end of the day, it's just an Oreo beer. Yeah, that's what it was. At the end, at of, the the end day, of the day, it's just a, a stout. Because I had that was so, the original. At the end of the day, I think it's like an imperial milk stout. They do. It might not be a milk stout, but they were finishing that up when I was down there. Yeah. And then, so they just named it that, and then they just put different flavors in it. Right. And so it was like, at the end of the day, it's just an it's just a stout with Oreo. Right, that's what it was. And then at the end of the day, it's just a stout with peanut butter. And, like, like it was, there were, like, four of them. But they were all the same name. So, so I just tried this, and I don't know if this is going to make sense to you guys, but it kind of tastes like a diet stout. A diet stout. Maybe I guess maybe it's just because the the beer that I just had was. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like it kind of has like that. It's really light. There's something. It's, it's very. It's like, like it's like overly sugar, overly carbonated. Maybe it's really sweet. There's like an off flavor to me that's like giving me the impression of like an artificial. Maybe it's the maybe it's the lactose. Do you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? Yeah. It's strange. Yes. I don't know if I hate it. And now it's time for Trevor tells the truth when you guys lie. <laughs> I, this these, is are, these are opinion-based This is things. an opinion. No, no, I agree. Most of the stuff we say is opinions. Right. I, I don't think we ever <laughs> try to be factual on this podcast, <laughs> by the way. We're going to have uh, Trevor, Trevor's Truth Bombs is going to be the segment. We should so. just splice in clips of him like correcting us <laughs> after we say the stuff that we say. And we just continue on afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor's just like Gordon Ramsay. You're wrong. Like, <laughs> what? Like, what are you getting with that? Because you clearly have a more refined palate for beer than I do. I think it's it's so it is. A, I think it's lower carb, but I think it's very maybe a little viscous. Um, <clears throat> I get like very very sweet milk chocolate, like nowhere near dark chocolate. Very low chalkiness and vanilla. Yeah. So it is a very sweet beer, but it's not super thick. Like some of the Vale styles will be very sweet, but they have the body to support it. Um, they're just big beers. I think this one is an interesting one because it's a little thinner. It's got a decent amount of sweetness, and some of it is maybe a nondescript sweetness. Yeah, it might be like that sensation of it being like lighter. That's kind of getting. That's kind of like messing with me. It, yeah, but it does hit the palate. Like it hits the back sides of my tongue. Like. If you put like too much like powdered Splenda in your cup of tea and it like like fizzles away in your tea, interesting. I I understand what you're saying and I don't I don't know that that's exactly how I would describe it. I feel like it would be like a like like a nitro stout that was poured through CO two instead. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like very effervescent. But it's not like it's not thick. She's not a thick bit. She she is definitely not a thick bit. Um, but yes, thank you for for giving us. I'm I'm very intrigued by this place because if they can make an IPA just as good as they can make that sour, I think their IPAs are by far their best beer. And yeah, now, now like, I feel like I'm missing now out. Now we have to like I, go I, back down. I don't know oh, how we I definitely did that to you yeah. when you were going. Because, I, I mean, it was one. Juice Thursday, and you're like, oh, it's Juice yeah. Thursday. And it that's just, just what it is. Yeah. But 
I had no idea what to expect of the place. And then we walked in and it looked like a, it looked like an old moose lodge. Like <laughs> it's super interesting. It's that the there's story like a, of that place is just ridiculous. But, but like you walk in and it's just like, it's like the backside of a building and the doors are like the old, like steel doors that you had like in your middle school, like, from the nineties. Oh, and did like the doors in the back of the middle school where you go into the gymnasium. Right. <laughs> like that's, that's really? what it looks like. Wow. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> like you had to like, but like they're pull on the they're handle like, and their logo and their design. That would not suggest that type of building. <laughs> no, it seems very refined. Well, it's like, in, it's like a part of a strip mall. Mm. Yeah. And we pulled around the front and there's a, stack of kegs out front and we're like so the door to get into the, the brew right house is in the place. front and then yeah. the entrance to the the, the, brew the pub. brewery is in the back the brew pub yeah it's a little confusing getting ubers to and from there that have never been there before is miserable <laughs> they're like hey i'm here you're like, no you're not i'm really drunk please come around to the back right <laughs> oh god but like they have a really cool like deck off to the side of the entrance and honestly like the the actual inside, like the bar is super cool. It's only like, what, 12 seats or something, but. Front bar? Yeah. Probably around 12 to 15, but they do have a back bar. Yeah, the back bar is it's what, 8 or 10? Maybe. Maybe. Most. Probably 6 to 8. Yeah. But um, like, they have a big live music stage. <clears throat> they have a bunch of tables. It's like a dance floor at like an old, like I said, like an Italian club or like, like the Moose, you know, like that kind of thing. And Like Spirit? Yes, exactly like Spirit. That's almost so that rem- entirely Spirit like Spirit. In it's like an old Moose Lodge that they converted into like a bar slash I don't even music know what Moose Lodge is. It's like a gathering club for like Eastern European people. I don't even know. Yeah, the Moose Lodge was like a. I mean, it was like a VFW. Okay. You know yeah, what a VFW it's like, is? Yeah, it's kind of the same concept. Like, that's. Where like blue collar guys come and get their. Miller lights and like yeah, but their the Miller shit. lights are like a dollar fifty. Yeah, so and like that's, everyone knows that's what the answer are. reminds me of is like walking into it. Like outside, it's totally different, but inside, that's exactly what I think of. Interesting, because there's a ton of like bottles on the wall. There's uh, the big <clears throat> screens with all the guest taps and stuff like that. Like it just seems like a really high class beer bar, but it, they brew yeah, their own beer. Like it's interesting. So Mekong is the restaurant. Started off as Mekong. It was Ahn's the owner of both of these now. Mekong was the Vietnamese restaurant his parents had opened that he took over. When he took it over, he had turned it into a beer bar. And he was, like, bringing in craft beer into Richmond like nobody had seen. It was getting stuff from Cigar City. Um, just stuff that, like, well, he had like 10, 20 15 years draft. ago was, like, like, impossible to get anywhere, let alone why Richmond. Um, so he ended up opening up the answer around the back of it. And they still continue to have guest taps, but they brew really phenomenal beer. The guest taps are insane, too. And like, I've been there for, like, there's, like, four Hudson Valley beers on or, like, six American Solera beers. Like, That's crazy. Where yeah. is American Solera? Say, where is it? Yeah. Oklahoma. Tulsa? That's so weird. You've so had, it was one of the guys that started. You've had so much beer. I just, want to, I just want you to sit here and just name every beer you've ever had. <laughs> We would be That's here for another hour and ten minutes. You should um, keep a journal. American Slayer is cool because they um, it's one of the dudes that started Prairie, and then he just like mm. wasn't as interested in Prairie and what the direction that was going, so he sold his shares and then like opened this up, and they do a lot of mixed fermentation stuff. Their stouts are good. They do do hoppy stuff, but their sour stuff and oak age stuff is 
some of the more exciting stuff, I think. I prefer them over Jester King and Fauna Flora, but they're right in that wheelhouse. Like, those three are the big, like, we do sour barrel-aged beer. Do you have a favorite brewery? Do, do you think you can narrow it down? I'd probably say Holy Mountain by default just because it's so impossible to get their stuff, and everything I've had from them is phenomenal. Um, that's probably a small sample size. And that's? Seattle. Seattle. I don't know. <clears throat> That'd be tough. Yeah. I mean, you could probably pick a couple, but nothing yeah. that, like, stands out. Or do you think, do you, is it more like styles? Like, people make, people are good at different things? Yeah, it could be that, too. I think a lot of the breweries I like, I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you've, you've probably had so, so the, much beer. The Vale does really know. good hobby stuff and really good sours and really good mixed firm stuff. Um, their lagers are phenomenal. I know you guys know I like lagers, but they're stouts. I think the Vale makes some of the I'm best like, stouts. I'm in like the still waiting for people around here to do more lagers. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm excited for Lustre Day. Yeah. yeah me too. Is that public knowledge now? Yeah. It's been, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it's been a, a couple weeks. Yeah, cool. Cool. yeah. <laughs> but can you talk about any of that? We can always bleep anything. We don't need know. to. We don't need to know specifics. Well, yeah, we don't. Or, I mean, I, mean just, I am. I am just, so pissed that I'm going to be out of town though, because Permanent Hangover is doing a glass release before. on Friday. Where Alex at? at Dancing Gnome, but it's oh. also with a beer. Yeah. And I would really appreciate if you would stand in line for me, Alex. Alex, are you listening? Alex? Yes, shut up. All right. He loves uh, wine culture. Mm-hmm. Huh? I said he loves wine <laughs> lines. <laughs> yeah. That was, we did, we asked a question last week and it was, what wouldn't you do for beer? And I said, oh, yeah, we I should definitely like hit I that up. Did you like, upload last week's? I haven't heard We didn't. Now. No, I'm no, sorry. No, that was, was good. That was because my fault. you haven't heard this yet. So we can, we can put you on the that spot. That was my right fault. Now. Yeah. Let me, um, let me pull it up. So people on Twitter uh, have been doing this thing. Uh, and it's just like four questions, real quick. And yeah. we want to get we want to get some quick answers. And it's just your like, it's like, real like basic. first response. It's not anything drastic. You don't have to really think about it. Yeah. Um, let me get back to when the hell that was. Okay. So number one is <laughs> let me read them all off to you, and then we'll go through one by one. Okay. Yeah. There's a couple addendums that I need to make. So number one is favorite style right number, now. Yeah. Currently. Right now, as of, as of today. Number two is what you won't do for beer. Number three is what you love about craft beer. And then number four is what you dislike about craft beer. The culture, I guess. Oh, is like Jesus. The... So, <laughs> yeah. number one, favorite you can, you can... style. Um, lately, we've been drinking a lot of stouts. I think just because I know I'm not going to want them in another month. So, we've been kind of going through and drinking like a lot of the stouts we've been hanging on to. Um, any uh, any shout-outs? Do you, remember, also, do you remember like half the stuff you drank? Yeah, like, but I've also like so I want to drink styles. I'm like craving styles. Like this answer beer and that um, sleeping forever. We just said there's still some in here. It's phenomenal. Oh, but I feel like we have give it to me. There's still some in that too. We had um, there's we had a lot of styles. These are all like, like over nine percent. I have to work tomorrow. That's fine. I'll drink it all. I I don't have to work till eleven. So Ugh. you're already a little red. Are you working tomorrow? I know it's fine. Yeah. So we right. say stouts so, for now because I know stouts, I'm going to want them in another right. month. Sounds good. Number two, what won't you do <clears throat> for beer at this point? Probably like most things. Like especially in Richmond where the, the community is so small and the industry is so close, I rarely paid for beer either. So just like go like get an Uber was like the most I would do. Okay. And which is just a thing with the industry. Like a lot of times like Andrew's really cool. He gives all industry people free beer. 
and a lot of other people in Pittsburgh do that too. Right. So pay for beer is no, I'll pay, I'm happy to I, no, pay. No, no, for no, beer. no. I, I, um, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, saying it like that. I meant I, I mean, are you It's not that you won't do it, but I don't like what are some examples? Like I would drive tomorrow if I thought I could make it back home in time to Suarez and pick up beer, but they're not open till Wednesday. Well, so like mine was Wait, no, Alex, what was yours? I'm sorry. I won't stand in line anymore. Yeah. So, and I know, like I know that I know you said like people are starting to get scared, but I'll, I'll think. I'll stand do you in think line. that? Do you think that's going to be? People aren't scared. It's just such a drastic drop off. I think to like one month is like mine was. I won't overpay. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I probably would never pay for anything on the second secondary market. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. No, that's, that's, that's. I mean, we've talked about that a lot. If I can't get here. it, or if I can't, if a friend of mine doesn't have it, it's whatever. It's a beer. Someone will make something similar. I, I right. mean, uh, the point we always make is like. Beer is we can't, beer. I can't imagine these brewers like want people to be trading their shit and shipping it. Well, no, like Jay Wakefield actually days, like, like took. He found out people were like doing that with the bottles they were buying for his anniversary. So the next day for the second bottle release, he raised the price of them. So then the secondary price would be so impossible people weren't going to be able to sell it. So he like I'm pretty sure it was him. I'm pretty sure it was John. Jack the prices up just to, you know, if you want this beer, cool, but also don't sell it. Yeah, I like. Uh, it's it's just. I think it just gets. I think it's. I will getting not. Out I won't pay more than face value for beer. I don't care if it's shipping cost. I'll pay the shipping cost, but I won't overpay for beer. Right. Um. So number three, what do you love about craft beer? In its current state. Today. It's a very close community, so I mean, you pretty much. A lot of the same people are at the same festivals. You get to know everybody. Everybody's pretty nice. It's very enjoyable. Everybody's pretty friendly. I 100% agree, and and we saw that this week. I will say more so than most other weeks is going to the Vale, going to the Answer. Like everybody was like, "Oh, you know Trevor? That's fucking cool." So here, have a flight on us or whatever. Like we 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 walked into these places fully expecting to pay full price for everything, not not trying to get anything, no special treatment. We run this podcast, and that's not something that we can tout as getting stuff for free. But I would never do that. No, no, no. Literally I understand. Never. No, no, no. I get it. Sarah's done it twice in dancing now. What? I'd like to jump in here uh, just for a second. <laughs> I like that we can. I'd like that we can now quantify uh, Trevor's friendship, uh, and it equals one flight of beer. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. But like one flight of answer no, adjunct stouts and juices. Do you know how much that would sell for? <laughs> On the secondary market, Jake. Are you kidding? Are me? Are you kidding me? No, but like, what's her name? Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't April at the answer, but somebody else. She was like, "Yeah, guys, thank you for bringing the beer. The first flight is on us." And we were just like, uh, 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 like, so it was like, it was them thanking you for the beer through them. Right. So thank Which you. Is, so I had asked Nick and Sarah to drop off some beer in Richmond while they were down there and some lighters to the answer because you're not supposed to put those in the mail. Or beer, don't do that as a federal offense. Correct. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't do ship that. beer. Do you know how many times we've bitched about I do actually. So <laughs> you guys, yes, that. <laughs> Trevor. Trevor, we bitch about it constantly, but yeah, it fucking. But sucks. no, everybody was so nice, and then Michelle at the Vale. 
I, I came in with the beer and she wasn't even there. And I was like, hey, do you mind if we like snag a glass for for like trading that? And I didn't like because she, she was like, oh, yeah, I'll give you guys free drafts or whatever. And I'm like, no, we, we want to pay for stuff. Like I want, I'm here to spend the money. Like it's not right. It's not that I don't have the money to spend. It's that I I'm here to spend it, you know. And I but was it was like, all Trevor. It wasn't you guys. Right. That's what I'm saying. She was only doing that for Trevor. Exactly. But but the other side of that is, we're sitting there, and I'm like, is it all right if I grab one of the the chalices to take home? And she's like, hell yeah, no no big deal. Well, it wasn't her. It was um, one of the other guys because she wasn't around at the time. And I, I brought the case in or the <coughs> three four packs, and I was like, oh yeah, um, this is for Michelle. And they're like, oh, she's not around right now. We can't find her. I'm like, is it all right if I grab a glass and trade for this? And they're like, yeah, cool. So everybody seems to be very open to... Bartering? Yeah, pretty much. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, there was, there was no money exchanged. It wasn't like... I mean, we got our allotment, and we paid for that, and we paid for drinks. But nobody had questioned... The fact that, like, they just handed us a glass and we walked out. Like, not a big deal. Yeah, so moral of the story, everyone's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a cool industry to be in. All right, so number four. What's your current biggest pet peeve about the craft beer industry? Okay, we're going to adjust that because that's not number four. What is it? Number four is what you dislike about craft beer. Basically your pet peeve. Yeah. Uh, Like the the beer, like working. You know, it doesn't need to pertain to you working at it. At a brewery, it can be—I don't know. I mean, Whatever you're clearly you passionate about being in this industry if you've been yeah, in it for I, so long. So I, I don't know. I feel like more stuff comes to mind for that than for the other one. Yeah. So I don't know if that's like there's a couple things that I specifically do not really like, and there's just so much I do like. It's hard to narrow that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Again, you don't need to. You like, don't need to it's put a, anyone on blast right now. It's not. That's not the no, intent. We love talking fine. shit, but... I just... I don't know. I feel like a lot of them are... Me just being a curmudgeon. I'm Same. not... Same. Not a super people person, so I'm kind of... It's interesting that I have the job I have. <laughs> yeah, so I do have a... I do have a question for you after... After but like, we're done recording, Nick, but... But, like, that's kind of what he does, too. <clears throat> right. So, it's, you know... I am, I am a customer service representative, basically... And I hate the general public. So there's that, I guess. Yeah, you're yeah, not the only one. I, I think a lot of people... I, I guess I'm just going to like putting on a smile. It happened, yeah, I mean... Well, you have a, you have you a have good to. customer service face. That's, that's all it comes down to. Service. I think you're always um, very respectful. All right, guys, so let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Great. One beer I want you guys to try on air. On air. You have to drink it now, because the last podcast I listened to... Was the one where you guys were talking about Brew Gentlemen, and I brought one of their... Oh, uh, the Mison Guard or whatever? Mison Rose, one of their table beers. Mison Rose. Grab, year grab year Sarah. It is a phenomenal beer. I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay. We're, uh, we're excited, because we put them on yeah, last so week. Yeah, so I, I will say, I don't I think hate have, them. We don't hate... We don't... We don't hate anybody. Let's, let's oh, be real right. honest. I wasn't saying that. I just think they make... They make a better beer than than what we give them credit for. I think. Country. I think if they would have rolled out differently, business plan wise, if they would have been canning and bottling from the beginning, if they would have upgraded their brew house, 
they're about the same age as Trillium. Um, they're a little younger than Tired Hands. I think the quality of their beer would have, people would be talking about them a lot more if it was distributed wider, if people could take it home outside of just growlers. But I'm excited that they're going to start canning this summer. This should be extremely exciting. Um, I'm going to need to find somebody, nudge nudge, that can maybe make it up there because hey, it'll always be our working. Don't worry, don't worry. Our we got we got you covered for five sure. Minutes from um, so he'll definitely be there. Yeah, let's. Um, and we let me uh, let me go grab Sarah. Sarah well, yeah. um, if you I guys can, want we to can keep talking, yeah. Is Jake still here? Yeah, I know he's paused. He's probably still on, but. He's too pretty. I am. I am still here. Time. Just I'm just soaking soaking it all in. Um, the the connection in Nick's basement is obviously very <laughs> shitty. So um, shut up. <laughs> it's always your connection. Like it's, in Boston, you're like, it's you guys. It's you guys. No, it's you. It was. I always have flawless connection. I don't. I don't get it. There's one common denominator. Do you have Verizon? Oh, the black eye. Yes, that was fucked up. I was so pissed. Yeah, my phone didn't work at all. Did you experience that, Jake, at all, or was that just in Pittsburgh? I think it was just in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I was watching. I I was watching Game of Thrones, uh, and then ranting about Game of Thrones, and then I went to see. Uh, end game last night. So oh, I didn't how really, was it? I wasn't really Jake, did you enjoy it? It was. It was a yeah. No, it was a good. Uh, it was a good wrap up to the series. Uh, I, I think I liked Infinity War a little bit better, to be honest. Um, yeah, I but haven't, I haven't seen I, what I hate about them, so. uh, can I go on a mini rant for the next thirty seconds? Yeah, Fuck it up, dog. <laughs> I hate people. In movie, so I really like going to the movie theater by myself. Because like Correct. there's no reason to go with other people necessarily unless you're all trying to see the same movie and you're all like really excited about it. Would you do that? Um, Are you weird about doing stuff by yourself? Because I'm not. No, I'm not either. I'm not a movie person and I don't even want to watch TV really. <laughs> okay. um, but I do stuff by myself all the time. Like? Like I said, I'm not really a people person. I'd rather probably do it by myself. I'm surprised you you even come to do this. <laughs> well... I guess we're like friends. Yeah, this is fun. So, I've known you guys. I've known you and Jake for a long time. For almost ten plus years, probably. Correct. I don't know if we. Hi. Hi. Yeah, uh, Trevor wanted us. Uh, so Sarah's back. <laughs> uh, Trevor wanted us to try a Brujerman beer because we put them on hashtag blast last <laughs> week. <laughs> I mean, you haven't. I mean, I'm sure you heard about I, it, but you didn't hear. Speak it for yourself, I okay? Because I, right I've it's never so at a warmer temperature. It's phenomenal. It's just fudge and chocolate. Sorry, go ahead, Jake. What were you saying? I was just saying, I, you, speak for yourself. I didn't really put them on blast. I mean, I... I just get I emotional when I drink, so... Oh, you're right. I'm really passionate. I love their beer. I mean, realistically, uh, some of their beers, I think, stack up with I, a lot of... I think, I think what I took away from last week was, like, I need to give them another shot because I haven't been there in so long, and I don't know if I'm being fair to them. By saying that, you know, I don't know. I, I, I you know, I. There's other places like Eleventh uh, Hour that I kind of had written off, um, but I, I think they've gotten better, and I'm glad that I've given them another shot. So uh, yeah, so we have the uh, what's this called? Meese and Rose. Meese and Rose. Meese and Rose is a series, I think, just of their oak aged stuff. This is just their table beer. Don't they just have stuff like that, like, sitting there all the time? This one they do. Um, any of the... There's, like, a sub-series within the series called Hanging Gardens. That I believe the one it's that pretty we had. much the same beer, but then re-aged over fruit. Interesting. Because okay. that was the one that Zach 
brought. <clears throat> right. This year they did a raspberry birthday. one, and it was really good. Yeah, it was excellent. Oh. I think they have one more hanging garden this year. Um, it smells fruity. I think it's some type of grape. Oh. I love... Do you like uh, beers that use grapes? Some of them. One of, like, a top three beer for me is White Angel from Wicked Weed. Um, that beer is insane. It's a golden ale mixed from oak-aged with uh, muscadine grapes. It. I have never experienced anything else like that in my life. Every year I try to get some. It's phenomenal. So, like, there's... I mean, I, I think it's, like, hit or miss with me because I feel like... How like Dancing Gnome's done a couple with grapes. Andrew's used grape juice in a couple. Grape of juice, them. okay. I think the Wicked Weed is using like whole grapes. Yeah, and, like I'm sure crushing them a little bit, putting yeah. them in stainless, and then aging the beer on top of them. That, All right, let's. Um, that sounds like it would be better. Okay, let me try. Let's it. try this because I feel like I've had this before. I don't know that I've had the table. Okay, Sarah, speak your mind. Your your this, face is saying I, volumes. Like just, I can't, I just say it things. again. This is a podcast. It's just thin. Like I just miss stuff on the back. Like I get wine at first, and then it just goes away, and I'm just drinking another liquid. And that's my issue with all brew gentlemen beer. It's my issue with a lot of beer in general. They're very soft. I maybe sometimes bordering, unassuming. Um, but they're very clean, which is what I like. They're very finessed. This is I feel like it a tastes... very abrupt finish, though. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really it does, have that it, lingering It gives me taste kind of it. an impression of that. Like, it kind of <laughs> has, like, that tart flavor, but not... It doesn't, like, finish like that. Which right. I think no, it, it's, it's not, it's not bitter. Saying, it's not... Know? Yeah, it's not very, like, overwhelming. There's, like, nothing on the back. No. Which is what I it just like. Just like goes away. I could drink anything after this. I could eat anything after this. It's an amazing thing to enjoy. That's, uh, that's fair. Yeah, because yeah. I, I feel like that, like, like that. At it, because to me, I'm just like, oh, I want, I want more. I well, want we got a whole bottle. More flavor. But that's, like I just want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's but it's also a table beer. Like the I name like table we, beer to me uh, screams that it's like a palate cleanser. Right. Table to me means the, like. Something you can have with food. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like which like yeah. which makes a lot more sense <clears throat> now that you say that. See, this is why we need Trevor here because he gives us a but, good perspective on uh, it. Traditionally, yeah. total beers are a Belgian substyle, I guess, and that's why when you drink Allagash hoppy table beer, it's extremely Belgian for a hoppy beer. Like, I mean, when we go out, like we're not we're pretty much just drinking. Yeah, right. You know? So the idea like, for an American table beer is something you would have like a house wine, like in a carafe at the dinner table where you just pour yeah, it Yeah, while you're having it. It's not distracting from the food. It goes with the food, but it's not too alcoholic. You can have three glasses of this with dinner without being belligerent. Mm-hmm. It's a very... But it doesn't take away from the flavor beer. of everything else. And, th- and that, and I think, is what I like about this, is that it is very unassuming. It's very mild. Right. And so when I go to Brujan, I usually order... I'll usually, I usually won't go by myself. I'll see if somebody wants to come just because I don't get out there often, so I like to try a couple things. So I'll usually order myself a 6-ounce. I think they do 6 and 12s. Yeah. I'll get a 6-ounce to start, and then I'll also get a bottle of this for the table. And then I know I'll just have that in between whatever two IPAs I drink just because. Yeah, because, like, Mammoth is a lot of flavor. There's Albatross <laughs> that's a lot of flavor. Right. Even I had Godzilla Glue 
yesterday, which was a new one for me. I'm not sure if they've done that before. But they've, was, they haven't. That's that that's the first really time. Good beer, but I ended on that, and I'm glad I ended on it. So it's, I just I I would like to try them again, unassumingly, but also take the experience out of it because honestly, I just don't love the experience there. I just feel like the people treat you like they're better than you, regardless of how you, like if you show up in a black tie and tuxedo, they might take you seriously, but if you show up in a hoodie and jeans, they're going to say, "Oh, you're just a plebeian." Like that's just I I, I just mean just wait until you listen yeah. to the wait until right. you listen to the last podcast because this will all like I, I, I think we talked we talked a lot we did we, yeah that's what I'm we saying kind of so like dissected how we actually felt about them so okay. right and I, I, I feel I bad my about not getting will it up. always be different too just I I met them the same day I met Andrew and Mike um, so I've always known them as service friends um, sure industry sure. friends yeah and I'm not and I'm not bashing them by any means. It's just the experience that we have there. The podcast name last week was Brothers Bashing Breweries, though. So. That was two weeks no, ago. No, that was two weeks ago. That was the one that he That's heard. the last one I've listened to. Wait, what was last week's? Last oh, week was just... Remember. It's not up yet. Oh, yeah. the food truck one. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We, you've already heard <laughs> us Shit, I miss completely. the food trucks? Yeah. There's one thing I can talk about in this world is food. <laughs> All right, so that we're getting into the. Like you sound like you're talking through a, a toilet paper tube right I'm now. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going back right. to my heating pad in bed. Yeah, let's good let's wrap it up. It's, all we, right, we've been so, we've been talking long enough. Cheers! Um, uh, thank you, Trevor, for coming on again. Yeah, um, of Alex, yes. you time. are just a wealth of knowledge, and I love having. Except you when you call me out on my FDA food practice regulations. I mean, if if there's nothing that we can correct you on, then we're not doing something right. <laughs> so. Anyway, let's uh, let's perfect. throw up the glasses. Jake, I have to take you down if a you're peg, still there okay? because you you clearly know way more about beer than we do. If you're still there, throw up a glass as well. Uh, but we are coming to the end of the podcast. This is episode fifty-five. Thank you guys again for listening. And if anybody gets this far in the podcast, shoot us a DM. We'll send you some free merch. I don't care if it's a glass or something. When we'll find you. Get merch. We'll find you something. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'll send you a koozie or something. Dude, is that a burial glass? Good night. What? No, it's bury me. Oh. <laughs> Good one, Trev. <laughs>